1: Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour. We will be talking about the Bible. We'll be praying for your prayer requests, taking your calls. Let's get into prayer right now. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you. We give you all honor and all glory because you deserve it all, Lord. You are awesome and you're powerful and you're mighty. Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that you would take this next hour, Lord, and use it for your purpose, for your plan, Lord. Lord, that your listeners tonight, that your children, Lord, would be blessed of you tonight, that we would have an experience with you tonight, that we would meet you in prayer, that we would meet you in your word, that we would meet you as we're drawn into your presence, Father, tonight, Lord. Draw us into your presence, that we would experience what it's like to be with you again, Lord. Lord, I thank you and I praise you. And I ask that you bless each and every listener tonight, each and every need, that each and every prayer lifted up to you tonight would have the answer. Lord, of your will, your perfect will, have your way. Holy Spirit, speak to us tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. I'm glad you can tune in. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. And like I said, we'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls and talking about the Bible, lifting up prayers. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's one 888 995 Fifty-five, fifty-two for the live on your calls. And I said live, yes, we are a live program. We're here in studio ready to take your calls. So like I said, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's a loved one in your in your family or somebody you know who's in the hospital or who's suffering from an illness, we want to lift up those prayers to the Lord that there would be healing, that there would be strength, that there would be power, that the, 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 that the Holy Spirit would just move amongst us. Yes, we need a move of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. We need him in our lives. We need him to fill us with his power, with his strength, that he would produce his fruit in our life. Yes, that we would see love and joy and peace and patience and kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We need the fruit of the Spirit in our life, so we need him. And he is the Holy Spirit who moves among us, who lives in us who moves through us. So if you'd like to have that power, and you do, you have that power. If you're a Christian, if you've given your life to Christ, you have the power of God living within you. You have the Holy Spirit living within you. So I pray that you would call in tonight and lift up your prayers and seek the Lord for what's going on in your life. What's going on in the life of others. We need to stand in the gap for those who need prayer. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. I just want to remind you, you know, what the the book of Hebrews tells us. You know, he says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession, Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has come. He's come to this earth. He lived a perfect life, and he's become our great high priest. Yes, he is our great high priest, one who can sympathize with all of our weaknesses, with all of our temptations, with everything we're going through. Jesus knows everything you're going through. He's been through what you're going through. And he can sympathize. He can relate to you. He can relate to all of us. And he tells us to draw near with confidence. We can have this confidence that when we come to him and pray, when we seek him, he will hear us. And if he hears us, we know that we have the requests that we ask from him. So call in tonight with your prayer requests, with your needs. Call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on their calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, We want to lift up those prayers to the Lord who hears us and who answers each and every prayer. He has the answer that you need. He has the answer that we all need. Amen. Also, if you have any Bible questions, excuse me, if you have any Bible questions, if there's uh, something on your mind tonight that you want to just, that you need the answer to, if there's something you read, something you heard, something that's on your mind tonight, a Bible topic, a Bible subject, a Bible question, I encourage you to call in tonight. and Let's search the scriptures together for the answer to your questions. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. Now, uh, something I also want to remind you of is we get together every Friday night for prayer and worship. We get together every Friday night in Arcadia. So if you're in the Arcadia area or you're nearby or you want to take a drive, come out to Arcadia on Friday night at 8 p.m. We get together every Friday night for for prayer, for worship, and the study of God's Word. You know, we we're, we just finished up 1 Corinthians, and uh, next week we'll be starting 2 Corinthians. So now would be a good time to jump in. Now would be a good time to start coming to... to to the Friday night meetings, Friday night prayer and worship. We just get to get together and get before the Lord and just lift up our prayers, lift up our worship, and we seek God in His Word. So if you'd like to join us, we'd love to see you out there in Arcadia this Friday night at 8 p.m. The address is 805 North First Avenue. That's 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Uh, it's easy to get to. Just get on the 210 freeway. Come into the Arcadia, Pasadena area. You'll see Santa Anita Avenue. Get off at Santa Anita Avenue. Go north one block to Foothill Boulevard. When you get to Foothill Boulevard, you make a right turn. Go one more block to First Avenue. Make another right, and you'll see us at the corner of Forest and First Avenue in the city of Arcadia, Friday nights at 8 p.m. We'll be there. We'll be there worshiping. We'll be there praying. We'll be, up to, we'll be there lifting up prayers and seeking God in his word. Like I said, we're starting in the second book of Corinthians. That's Second Corinthians. We'll be starting next week. And we hope to see you out there. 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Come out and worship with us. Uh, if you're looking for a church uh, to be at uh, Sunday mornings, uh, right there at uh, 805 North First Avenue is the Hills Church. Pastor Walter Hoffman is the pastor there. And we'd love to see out there if you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home, 10 a.m. every Sunday morning at the Hills Church. And then every Friday night at 8 p.m. we'll be there worshiping and seeking the Lord at 805 North 1st Avenue. So don't forget, Friday nights at 8 and Sunday morning, this morning at 10 a.m. church. We'll be uh, going to our phone calls in just a second. I'll remind you the number again. It's 888-995-5552. Again, you can listen to us anytime. Uh, We're on podcast. So if you go to kkla.com and you look for the podcast page, you'll see us there. So if you've missed the program, you'd like to catch up, or you'd like to share this program with somebody, I encourage you. Visit us at kkla.com. And go to the podcast page and you'll see us there. You can also listen to us on your smartphone, on your uh, iPod, iPad, excuse me. Uh, just download the KKLA app. Go to your Google Play or iTunes store and download the free KKLA app. And you'll be able to listen to KKLA live all the time on your on your smart device. Or you can visit our, 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 our podcast page and see all the programs that are archived there. Uh, many, many... Different programs are there and that you'll enjoy and that will be a benefit to you. Uh, Lots of good teachers there. Uh, And you can visit us on our uh, podcast and listen to previous shows. And this show will be up there within uh, 24 hours. You'll see this program up there. So if you've missed the program or you want to share the program with somebody, let them know about the Gypsy Christian Hour on podcast at kkla.com. Let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Scott. Hi, Scott, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight?
2: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, just, uh, you know, I just got in my car, going back from a friend's house and turned on the radio, and like always lately, like, yeah, I just feel like I just heard what I need to hear. Someone, that I need some prayer, and I've been struggling with my uh, marriage and my wife's been, you know, diagnosed with bipolar and had depression. And, um She wants a divorce, and it's been going on for eight months, and uh, she's still not well. But anyhow, I found my peace. You know, I've been really working hard on just staying uh, hopeful Mm -hmm. and also just giving my worry to God. But there's just times she was raised in a church, I was raised in the church, and she knows she's going the wrong way.
1: Has she been to a physician? You said she was diagnosed with with bipolar. Yeah. So she on yeah, her is she, she, she on been. is she on her meds? I mean
2: is, is, Yes. Oh. Yeah, she's on her meds, but she says she doesn't wanna um be married anymore and uh, she's not even home tonight. I, I don't even know where she is, but
1: and what's, what's her name? What's her name, Scott? Heidi. Heidi. Well father, I come before you, Lord. Come before you with my brother Scott, with all the listeners tonight, Lord, and you hear it in his voice, Lord, the pain and the suffering of of brokenness, but you're a God who takes brokenness, Lord, and you heal brokenness. And I pray, Father, that you would heal the brokenness in Scott's life, Lord, that you would minister to Heidi, Father. Yes, Lord, we know that she's been diagnosed with bipolar. Lord, it's a a dreadful disease, a terrible situation, Father, but you, you're the one who can, Lord, touch her. You're the one who can minister to her. You're the one that could heal her. So, Father, I pray for Heidi. Lord, that she would be healed from bipolar disease, Lord. That you would minister to her heart, that you would minister to her mind, Lord, that you would, Lord, that, that 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 you would balance all the chemical imbalance in her brain, Father. That you would cause everything, Lord, to, to work together for the good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. So we pray for Heidi, Lord, that she would be healed. Lord, and I pray for Scott and Heidi, that their marriage would be healed, that the brokenness that, 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 they're, that, that, that they're going through right now would be healed through the power of God, through the mercy of God, through the working of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I, yes, Lord, I pray for an outpouring of your Spirit upon Scott and Heidi, Lord, upon their marriage. Lord, that you would bring them together, Lord, in a, in a spirit of oneness, Lord. Lord, that as you brought them together, that you would cause them to stay together in love, in grace, in mercy, in forgiveness, Lord. Whatever has been done, whatever has been said, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that your healing power would be upon them, Lord, that the blood of Jesus Christ would cover their marriage and that you would sanctify them and bless them, Father. I pray, Lord, for Scott, that he would be encouraged, Lord, that he would be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Lord, that Lord, that as in Acts, I'm sorry, in, in First Corinthians, the 16th chapter, Lord, you tell us to be strong. You tell us to act like men. Lord, I pray that you would raise up Scott, Lord. Lord, that you would encourage him, that you would empower him, that you would fill him with your spirit, Lord, and that, Lord, as you lead him, Father, that he would act in the power of God, that he would walk in the the spirit, that he would just love Heidi and encourage her, and that she would respond to the love that he shows her, Lord. I just pray for this marriage, Lord, that it would not break up, that there would not be divorce, but that there would be oneness, that there would be healing, that there would be joy, and that your spirit would rule and reign in their lives, Father. I thank you and I praise you, Lord. Again, we pray for healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
2: Thank you so much, sir. Well, God bless you,
1: Scott. Stay strong, my friend. Stay Uh, strong. The Lord is going to use you to help Heidi. You just be her husband, be the man in her life. You know, love her, encourage her. You know, uh, be a help to her, and let I've her respond. Yeah, let her just respond listen. to the love you show her through the power of Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit.
2: Absolutely, I've had no choice but to just be at peace. And when she talks, I've just been listening for ten months. I, I've, I've just kept my mouth, you know, and just tried to be the heart. Yeah.
1: Have you have you reached out for help, Scott? Have you gone to your pastor or to a counselor or someone who can help you and stand with you?
2: At my church, I have. Yeah, I do. I have people in my life, and I'm in a I'm in a men's group. Great,
1: that's I awesome yeah continue continue with your men's group reach out to to men you know you know during the day when you feel uh discouraged or or you feel like you're struggling reach out to one of those guys get some numbers and call those guys and 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 just ask them for prayer and just share with what you're going through and 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 they'll be an encouragement to you they will
2: Absolutely. I didn't do that in the beginning. I really suffered in
1: silence and just didn't want to. No, you can't. It might change. Yeah, that's a device of the enemy to, to isolate and, and just think you can handle this on your own. You know, we can't. We need the help of others. You know. Amen. Yeah.
2: Amen, and great prayer. Thank you. I really felt the power of that. And, Praise um, the Lord. That's. I'm going to sleep well tonight. Thank
1: God you, bless God. you, Scott. Great Thanks for job. calling. Love you, Yeah, bye. Let's go back to the phone lines. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, you want to lift someone up before the Lord, I encourage you to call in at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on air calls. If you need prayer, know somebody needs prayer, you want to ask a Bible question, you want to give a testimony a praise report, we'd love to hear from you. 888-995-5552. We're going to go back to the next caller and talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight?
3: Hi, Sam. I have a few questions. First of all, uh, the Bible says, Jesus said, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Mm -hmm. Is that believing in Jesus,
1: the will of the Father? Well, it's it's more than just believing in Jesus. Because even Satan and the demons believe in Jesus, they, they know of Jesus, they believe in him, and they shudder, oh, you know, so it's, yes. it's, it goes beyond believing in Jesus. I think of Jesus' words in uh, his prayer in uh, John the 17th chapter, John seventeen three says, and this is eternal life, to know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. And in the, in the scripture that you just quoted, uh, Lord, Lord, you know, he says, depart from me uh you you doers you you evil doers i never yeah. knew you it's talking about knowing god it's talking about yeah. having a relationship with god it's talking about being intimate with your 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 father in heaven through jesus christ we come to god not just to believe that he exists but also to have a relationship with him to be in oneness yeah. with him that his will would be done in our life and that we would do his will through the power of the holy spirit who accomplishes yes. all things? So it's oh, more I than just it. believing. You can believe something and, yes. and and not benefit from it. But you know?
3: the Bible says when you believe in Jesus,
1: you are saved. Yes, when you believe, when you confess with your with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved. And that you that that saved, that, yes. that is the first step to a relationship. The, a relationship. That's Romans with that.
3: ten nine, right? Romans, Romans ten
1: nine. 10, 9 uh, yeah. It's the first step to a relationship with the Father, a relationship with Jesus Christ, a lifelong commitment to who to to who Jesus is and what He wants to accomplish in our lives. So, now
3: praying and praying and reading your Bible, do I have a relationship with God?
1: When you pray, you have a relationship with God. When you yeah. read your Bible, you have a relationship with God. And as you walk with Him in obedience, that relationship grows and matures. We seek God and we obey him. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey me. And what is he asking us to obey? His word, his written word. So we need to read, we need to pray, but most of all, we need a relationship with Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, with God the Father.
3: I see. And now when we believe in Jesus, we say, Lord Jesus, fill us with your Holy Spirit. And Jesus fills us with His Holy
1: Spirit. Yes, and and not only does He th- does He fill us with His Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes and lives within us. He well, said, we believe in Jesus when when you when you receive Him as your Lord when and you, Savior. As the... Yes, we believe in Jesus. We come to Him and ask Him for forgiveness of our sins, to that we would be born again. You see, Jesus said to Nicodemus, "No one can enter the kingdom of God without being born again." We need that born again experience the the yeah. changing from a life of of of, of practicing sin to yeah. a life of seeking and practicing righteousness and holiness and obedience to his word also
3: there are a lot of pastors say on the radio I listen to the radio KkLA all day long mm-hmm. and they say the sinner's prayer, but the sinner's prayer that my cell phone says doesn't help you the sinner's prayer to you won't get saved. It's just a way to express your feelings to God.
1: Well, it's, it's, the, it's the first prayer, really, that, that God hears from an unbeliever. When we come yes. from unbelief into believing in Jesus Christ, we pray what's yes. called a sinner's prayer. And that prayer yes. expresses our repentance, our belief in Jesus Christ. Because remember, Romans 10.9 says, when you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, we confess mouth, Christ. We confess yes. Him as Lord and Savior. We proclaim to the world through yes. our prayer that we believe in Jesus. we depending on Jesus. for, for We receive his, his sacrifice for our sins. We repent from our sins, and we ask to be filled with but, the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit will live within us.
3: Yes, but when I was seven years old, I don't remember. I think I was seven years old. I was baptized in the water, mm-hmm. and I went to church. Mm-hmm. And I believed in Jesus ever since I was seven years old. And I've been reading my Bible and praying, mm-hmm. going to church. Okay. But I don't know how to become born again. I don't know how to be born of the water. Well, it's something... I don't know what that means. It's
1: something that the, that, that God does for you. You don't make yourself born again. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new yes. creation, referring to the born-again experience. 2 yes. Corinthians 5.17, if any man be in Christ Jesus. Now, are you in Christ Jesus? That's that's the question. Have you received Christ? You say you have. Do you read yes, your Bible? You read your Bible. You believe in yes. Jesus. So that's what it means when you are in Christ, when Christ is your Lord and Savior, when Christ is the ruler of your heart, you are a new creation. He does that for you. You don't have to worry about being born again. Now, what is the evidence of being born again? Right. A changed life. Changed a a life, changed life. If you're if you're still true. living in sin, if you're still practicing sin without any repentance, without any uh conviction then you're still the your old, the, the old person. You're, you're, you haven't been born again. But no, if, I'm
3: not. I'm not practicing sin. Well, there
1: you go. If you're, if, yeah. if if the Holy Spirit is producing fruit in your life, and you're seeking God yeah. and His righteousness and His holiness, and you feel conviction of sin, and you bring those sins before the Lord. In First John one nine, He says, "If I confess my, if we confess our sins, He is faithful yeah. and just to cleanse us." Uh, to to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So being born again isn't something you do, it's something that's done for you through the power of the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit.
3: Power of the Holy Spirit. Also, uh, 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 the jailer said to Apostle Paul and Silas, "Says what must I do to be saved? Apostle Paul and Silas said to the jailer, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved.
1: Yes, the emphasis is on believe. Believe in yes. the Lord and you shall be saved. And then, and then that jailer got them? and then that jailer went went on and got baptized that night, him and his whole family, because they believed in Jesus. Baptism is an expression of your faith in Jesus Christ. Yes. Okay. Thank oh, you, sir. Okay, Eric. God bless you, my thank friend. You. Thanks for the questions. You. Thank tonight. you. Bye-bye. Let's go back to the phone lines. Uh if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is eight eight eight. 995 5552. That's 888 995 5552 for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if you have a question like Eric, call in tonight. We'd love to hear from you. Let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to Elena. Hi, Elena. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight?
4: Yeah. Hi.
1: How are you? I'm good. How are you doing?
4: I'm good. You know what? I just need a prayer. I just found out that I have a cyst, mm-hmm. and, it, and it has cancerous cells, so it has to be removed. And I just met my doctor uh, a couple of days ago, and she just gave me this intense, you know, just told me what it was and how they uh, treated and And, uh, oh, yeah, it was pretty overwhelming. And sure. uh, I just said to her, like, oh, uh, well, you know, um, that's my dad, so he can heal me. So she she's not a Christian. She I, she looked like she never heard about God. Um, mm-hmm. So I said, Have you ever seen any cases that when you've taken out the cyst, everything is okay? You know, it's normal, it's benign. So she's like, Yeah, I've seen that before in uh, a the And I said to her, Have you ever seen a miracle? So she's like, well, you know, if that makes you feel better, I'm like, because you're gonna see one in me mm. when this is done. So, <laughs> so like, the Lord. Makes, yeah. So if that makes you feel better, and that's, if that's gonna get you through this, but first, let's go find out what is the treatment that you need. And I'm like, I don't know what was harder to hear the you know the news of a cancerous cells or just right. to see a, a woman who is so gifted, not believing that there's a God.
1: Well, Elena, I just want to encourage you. Like you said, you have a God who's able to do great things, Mm -hmm. miracles. We have a miracle-working God, the same God. You know, Hebrews tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, Mm -hmm. and forever, the same God who raised the dead, the same Jesus who healed the blind and the sick and every type of illness, the Bible says, he is alive in you today And he's able to do abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask. And I pray for your healing. And I also pray that the Lord would use you as a witness to this doctor. So, Father, we come before you. And I thank you and I praise you. Lord, we thank you and we praise you in every situation and in every circumstance. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you would take these cancerous cells that have been diagnosed for elena and father i just pray that you would heal each and every cell and create a miracle in elena's life a miracle that this doctor and everyone involved would see the power of god at work father i pray lord that as she continues in the path of healing through medical science lord that medical science would be astounded by the healing of an awesome and mighty god Father, I just pray, Lord, that when the cyst is taken out, Father, there would be no cancer cells. Lord, the pathology would show that there's nothing there, that it's totally benign, and Elena wouldn't need any chemotherapy or any radiation. Father, I just pray, Lord, that there would be a miraculous healing, Lord, for all the world to see. And Lord, that you would use Elena as a testimony to who you are and that you are the God of the universe. You are the God who heals cancer and diabetes and heart disease and every manner of sickness. Lord, I pray that you would empower Elena through the power of your spirit to speak words of encouragement to even to this doctor and that this doctor would come to a believing faith in Jesus Christ. Lord, that you would use this for your glory, for your honor. And Lord, that you would encourage Elena every day through the joy of the holy spirit that she would receive every morning lord that there would be lord that there would be encouragement and not fear that there would be faith and trust in a loving and merciful god who even though there's sickness and disease in this world has overcome the world you said in this world we will have trials and tribulations but to be of good heart to be encouraged because you have overcome the world and you have lord through the power of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, and through His resurrection, we have life eternal. Life, so Father, I pray for Elena, that You would do abundantly, exceedingly in her life, Lord, what no one else can do. That healing would be upon her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, Thanks. Elena, and I'm so Thank encouraged you so by your faith and your trust and your 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 willingness to to share the Lord. with with the doctor who's going to be used to heal you, to help you.
4: Yes. Amen? Amen.
1: God bless you, Elena. You too. Good night. Again, our God is able to do miracles. He's able to do beyond what we ask. But we need to ask. We need to seek. We need to desire Him. So if you have a prayer that you want to offer up. If there's something going on in your life tonight that you need prayer, call in. We've got 30 minutes left in the program. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Get your calls in early. Let's talk about your questions. Let's pray for your prayer requests. The number is 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Eddie. Hi Eddie, you're on the Gypsy Christian hour. How can we help tonight?
3: How are you doing? Uh well, I keep picking your tanks on tag. I don't know why.
1: Well uh you need to turn <laughs> off your radio, Eddie. Uh we're 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 on a ten second delay and um you won't be able to 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 to, to hear us correctly on the phone if you're listening to the radio. So how can yeah, we how can we pray for you tonight? Oh, well,
3: okay. Uh I wanted to pray for my pastor. Okay. Okay, he's 89 years old. I called a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I had asked you about if a believer can see their funeral from
1: heaven to earth. I remember the call. Yeah, I remember.
3: Yeah, and um, I wanted to pray for him because um, his health is real bad, and um, he's diabetic. I went to go see him today at his home, and Mm -hmm. he's not doing too good, so and I want to pray that that the Lord strengthens him. He he's trying to, he wants to come to church tomorrow because he's been he's been speaking on revelation. And,
1: and what um, and what's your pastor's name? Bill Mendoza, Pastor Bermendoza. Well, let's pray for him yeah. right now. Father, we pray for Pastor Bermendoza, Lord. We pray for your servant. The servant of your church, the servant of your people, the shepherd of your flock. Father, we bring him before you, though he be 89 years old, 88 years old, Lord, in this life, Lord, he is, he is your child. Yes. Yeah. He is your servant, and I pray, Father, that you would strengthen him, that you would empower him, and that you would heal him, Lord, and that you would use him, Father, in yeah. your church to encourage your people. Lord, I just pray, Father, your your healing power upon him, Lord. And for whatever time he has left on this earth, Lord, whatever Amen. you have appointed for him, Lord, that's what we pray. Lord, that, that whatever time he has left in this world, that you would use him, Lord, in the power of your Spirit to speak forth your word, to encourage your children, Lord, that he would be, Lord, an example of the things you can do through your servants, Lord, we just pray for this pastor. I pray for for Eddie, Lord, that he would be an encouragement, that he would be a blessing, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for his desire to serve you, and I thank you for this pastor who has served you all this time, Lord, and I pray that you would continue to use him in the power of God, in the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, in the power of your healing. We pray for this man. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. Yeah, Um,
1: also, too,
3: Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine today, and um, he's he fell he's falling out of um, he's backsliding mm-hmm. pretty bad. And uh, we were talking, we had lunch today, and we were talking, and um, he he was um, up in Utah,
2: mm-hmm.
3: Utah, and uh, he he works for Home Depot, and they sent him different places. And um, he went to check out the Mormon Tabernacle up in Utah. He just came back um, a couple of days ago. And he told me it was a big church, and he saw the picture of Joseph Smith and the Angel Moroni and all that. Right. And I, I told him, no, stay away from that. <laughs> that's that, right. Yeah. It is demonic. Stay away from it, you know, because that's they're they're cults.
1: They they are a cult, and they don't believe, uh, you know, they don't believe in the Bible the way we do. You know they believe that you, the Bible is the Word of God, but only in so much as it is properly interpreted, and you can't interpret it properly without the Book of Mormon. And the Book of Mormon has all kinds of uh, deviant uh, uh, teachings uh, about polygamy and, and about uh, Jesus being the, uh, the the spirit brother of, of Lucifer, and all kinds of things that just are are not uh, not biblical, not the Word of God, not true. Right. So so I would encourage yeah. him, I would encourage you to keep encouraging him to stay away yeah. from, from, from 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 Mormonism and to get into the Word of God, to get into the Bible, right. to, to, to be yeah. in church, to be in a a, a healthy, well balanced church that worships, that prays, and that properly preaches the truth. That's right. that's what's gonna help him the most. So keep him in prayer. What's his name? His name's Robert. Well, oh, Father, we pray for Robert right now, Lord. Father, as as we come together in prayer right now, Lord, that you would be ministering to him, that you would be convicting him of sin, and that he would turn back to you, Lord. Lord, that you would take him out of the place that he is and bring him into your presence. Bring him into the presence of a holy and awesome God. For we are changed in the presence of a holy God. Lord, I just pray, Father, that you would minister to him, that you would use Eddie to minister to him. Lord, and that you would bring him back into your fold, into your grace, into your mercy. We just pray a blessing upon Robert, Lord, that he would come back to you, Father. As the prodigal returned to his father, I pray that Robert would come home to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, Eddie. Okay, God bless. Thanks for calling in tonight. Keep up the good work, I hear you every week. Thank you, sir. God bless. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
5: Hey, Sammy, how you doing?
1: Doing okay. How can we help you tonight?
5: Yeah, I got a couple questions, actually. Okay. Okay, let me ask you something about God. I know
1: I know, he got crucified, but everybody says it's his own people who crucified him. Well, it was the Jews who uh, brought charges against Jesus, and they are the ones who instigated his crucifixion, yes, but it was the Romans who carried it out. So, who was kind of a? It was a joint venture between the Jews and the Romans. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, Pilate didn't want to crucify Jesus. He actually wanted to release Jesus, and he put before the people, you know, uh, Jesus and Barabbas, because it was the time of the Passover, and there was a custom that once a year, uh, Pilate would uh, release one of the prisoners uh, on that day and he said who do you want me to release do you want me to release barabbas or jesus who is the king of the jews and they 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 yelled out uh, they wanted barabbas so it was the jews who wanted the Pharaoh, i should say the pharisees the 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 religious leaders who wanted jesus crucified they wanted him out of the way they, they tried to kill him many times and this time uh they they brought him before pilate and they had him crucified so it was the jews who instigated his crucifixion and the Romans who carried it out? So, does that okay. answer your question?
5: Well, I got, I got, a, I got two more questions for you.
1: Okay. Now yeah, so that I need a prayer.
5: Okay, why does God's people suffer?
1: Well, it's not just God's; it's the, the whole world suffers. There's evil in the world. Uh, when when Adam sinned, sin entered into the world, and with sin came death. Uh, God told Adam in the day, you know, he told him, don't eat from, eat from every tree in the garden except for one, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For in the day that you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. So when Adam and Eve ate from the forbidden fruit from that tree, uh, they sinned. And sin entered the world, and with sin entered death. And the cause of death is disease. So disease entered the world. So evil entered into the world because Adam sinned. And that's why there's suffering and there's evil in the world uh, because of sin. Sin brings death and death is caused, you know, there's evil. So everyone suffers, not just God's people. Everyone suffers in the world. Uh, You know, the the death rate is one per person and we're all going to make it. You see what I mean? So yeah. we all suffer. There is suffering in the world, and Jesus tells us uh, in John that in this world you will have trials, you will have tribulations, uh-huh. but be of good heart. I have overcome the world. You know, we we sure. overcome, we overcome, we are overcomers. We are we are conquerors through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within us. We can overcome every temptation and every mm-hmm. trial, every situation. God gives us uh-huh. the victory. But we will suffer through this world.
5: Yeah, because if he could suffer and get uh you know, if he can get holes in mm-hmm. his hands and he's God, who are we, you know what I mean?
1: Everyone suffers, Jeremiah. Yeah. Does, nobody gets out okay, scot-free. In,
5: okay, I got another question Okay, you know like you know, like when the family passes away, like you know, you know, I'm sure you got family and a family member passes, passes away,
1: away, right?
5: Okay, let me ask you a question. Do they know you missed them or no?
1: I don't think so. I don't think that they know that you and, miss like, you them. You know when you talk about them, like the good times. Right. Yeah, I remember this right. One. No, I, I don't Do you believe know they don't. I like, believe they, that they're.
5: I tell them they're talking about them. Yeah.
1: No, I believe that they're in heaven, and they're enjoying the presence of God, and they're rejoicing with the angels, and they're enjoying every benefit, every blessing that's in heaven, and there's no suffering in heaven. There's no pain in heaven. They're, 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 nobody's crying in heaven. If there are tears, there are tears of joy. You know what I mean? So they're enjoying the presence of God, and they don't miss us because they're not going through time the way we're going through time. Because it's a different world It's there. a different, it's, it's eternity. You know? And yeah. it's not going to be like, well, they're waiting for us to come up there. No, uh, when we get there, uh, whether now or a 100 years from now, it's like no time has passed at all. It's like we both just got there together. So there's not going to be that, that, that the time, the way we're experiencing time. So they don't, ha- they don't have time to miss us. They're enjoying God. They're enjoying the presence of God. They're enjoying all of rejoicing in heaven.
5: So what you mean, like, if you talk about them, remember this one, yeah, that one, like...
1: No, that's for God us. Doesn't... Yeah, we, we remember them, and we enjoy the the memories of, 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 of the times we've had with them, uh, you know, but they're enjoying the presence of God. So like,
5: you mean, I mean, uh, God doesn't tell them, well, let me ask you another question, then I need a prayer. Like, could God show them, like, what's going on in the world, or no?
1: No, I don't think he does, because in Ecclesiastics, it tells us that they're they're unaware of what's going on here in the world. They're totally unaware of anything, the hardships and the pain and all the stuff that we're going through. They're just totally unaware of. They don't so know what
5: about when you see them in the dream?
1: That's us. That's, that, that's, that, that's our thoughts. Those are, you know, those are our dreams. I, I don't believe they appear to us in dreams from heaven. Uh, there's no communication between those who have left the world and those who are still living in the world. There is no communication.
5: But if God wants to, He could send him in the dream. God if he, you know,
1: if he wanted to, he could, but he doesn't. He doesn't. The only time that we ever yeah, only see the
5: one believes that, yeah, I seen him in the dream. Yeah, and all
1: that. people believe that, but it's not true. I don't believe God allows that because the only time, the only time ever in the Bible that you see anyone come back from the dead to communicate with the living was when Samuel was came when when the witch when when Saul went to the witch of Endor. And Samuel appeared to Saul. And when he appeared, he pronounced judgment on Saul. So it wasn't a good thing. He said, tomorrow you and your sons will be where I am. He said, tomorrow you and your sons are going to die in battle. It wasn't a good thing. It was to pronounce judgment. And that's the only time you'll ever see anyone communicate uh, with the living from the dead from those who have gone on to be with the Lord. Okay,
5: I just want to know. So. All right, will you could pray for me. God bless
1: you. Well, Father, I pray for Jeremiah. I thank you for his questions, Lord. I thank you that he's seeking you, Lord, and to know and to 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 have knowledge of your word and what you say. And I just pray, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to him on a daily basis, Lord, that his life with you, Lord, that his walk with you would grow, Lord, that he would mature in you and grow in you and that your perfect will would be accomplished in his life, in his mom's life, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would provide for every need of theirs, Lord, whether it's a home or a house or finances or health. I just pray a blessing into Jeremiah's life, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished, Father, that you would bless them and, and, and take them forward in your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, Son, and the Holy
5: Spirit, God bless you. God happy bless you, Jeremiah. Birthday.
1: Thank you very much. God bless. Let's take one more call, and we're going to talk to Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, this says you're from you're in Lancaster. Are you listening to us from Lancaster? Uh, I believe so. Oh wow, that's I'm awesome, California. I've been jumping around and moving around
6: in California a little bit too quickly, but uh, from Texas, and uh, I really very much enjoy your program. Thank uh, you. Yep. No, I listen to it on the radio on 99.5, and this, this is great. I love it. I'm so, I am soak it up. Thank you. Hopefully absorbing it. So how can and, we pray for uh,
1: you tonight? What can we do for you tonight?
6: I'd like to pray for my big brother, Lynn, mm-hmm. my cousin, Luana, my cousin, Jamie, my uh, my uncle, Butch, my aunt, Sif. And who else? I have eighteen cousins. I don't even know <laughs> all their names. Well, let's. But I'd like. I'd like to pray for my whole family. Yes. And uh, the pastor of my church. I go to a Baptist church up the street. And uh, I think his name is Justin. Pastor Justin. And uh, I'm trying to think of other people. Uh, a good old friend named Sumter Bid the Fourth. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: his little brother Chris, and their parents, their family. Well, let's pray. Okay. Father, I know that you know everyone on this list, Lord. Lynn and Luana and Jamie and Butch, Lord, and, and, and Bruce's aunt and his pastor, and everyone else, Lord, on his mind and on his heart right now. Though their names not be mentioned, Lord, you know each and every one of them. So, Father, we lift up this prayer to you, and we ask your blessing. We ask your will. We ask that your perfect will would be accomplished in each and every one of their lives, Lord, that you would give them power and strength and healing and health and prosperity, Lord. Lord, that you would provide for their needs spiritually, Lord. As you provided for their salvation, Lord, I pray that you would provide for their spiritual growth. Lord, that they would prosper and be in health even as their souls prosper, Lord, as they seek you and your will. I pray, Lord, for their spiritual health, for their physical health, for their material well-being, Lord, that you would provide for every one of their needs. Lord, and I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you can use us, Lord, to pray for your people and to seek blessing and to pray blessings into their life. And Lord, as we pray for all of these people on this list and all the that 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 Bruce had mentioned, I pray for Bruce that you would keep him safe in his travels, and that you would strengthen him and empower him, and that you would bless him, Lord, with every spiritual blessing. Lord, I just pray that the Holy Spirit would be manifest in his life, that the Holy Spirit would fill him, empower him. Lord, that you would speak through him, Lord, and that you would do abundantly and exceedingly, beyond all that he asks, Lord, that there would be blessings upon his life. We pray according to your will and in your power, the power of that name, That is above every name the power lord that's in the name of jesus and we thank you lord in his name we pray amen amen well god bless you my brother and you stay safe amen amen thank you god bless you god bless good night Uh, i used to say
6: that more loudly i'll miss that but thank you very much god bless you
1: god bless good night well praise the lord uh We've got a few minutes left, and uh, I'd like to to just get into God's word. Get into His word and, 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 and see what the Lord says in, in 1 Corinthians. You know, we finished this up last, last night in church, Friday night. We finished up 1 Corinthians, and it's the 16th chapter. And now Paul is concluding his letter. He's written this lengthy letter, this instructional letter to the church in Corinthians. He's got word, you know, he spent 18 months in, in Corinth setting up the church and ministering and, and bringing people to Christ. And then he left Corinth and went to Ephesus. And word came from him uh, in Ephesus. Uh, a letter came to him uh, from the Corinthian church asking him all these questions. And the brothers who, who brought the letter, they, they, they informed him of what was going on in the church. And now he writes this letter back to the Corinthians, instructing them and correcting them and just encouraging them to grow in the Lord. Because, you know, there's correction. When, you know, correction is made because because God loves us. You know, correcting where our faults and correcting where we've erred. God loves his people, and he corrects those whom he loves. So Paul is now concluding his letter. And with his closing remarks, he, he's about to remind them of a need. There's a need in Jerusalem. And he says, now concerning the collection for the saints... As I directed the churches of Galatia, so do you also. He's saying uh, there, there's a need for the saints. There's a need that he's going to talk to them about, and uh, he wants them to do the same as he's instructed other churches. All the churches in that region of Galatia, uh, we, we we now know it uh, today as Turkey, all in that area, there's churches that that that, that have been set up and they're believers and. He's asking that the believers would take up a collection for the saints. There's a need. It says, on the first day of every week, each one of you is to put aside and save as he may prosper so that no collections be made when I come. The church in Jerusalem seems to be under some type of persecution. They're in some type of need. And Paul is appealing to them to help their brothers in Christ there's a need in jerusalem there's a need uh, in in god's church this is the church this is where it all started jesus was was was, was crucified right outside of jerusalem on calvary the, the 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 apostles were were there and and they were baptized in the holy spirit and they began preaching and the day that the, the, the first day that, 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 that peter began to preach 3000 men came to the lord so everything started in Jerusalem, the, the ministry started in Jerusalem, the first church was in Jerusalem. and now the saints in Jerusalem are suffering, they're under persecution, and Paul is saying, "Make a collection. Let's send something to help our brothers in Jerusalem." And he's saying that, that this collection should be made every Lord's day. It says on the, or I should say, on the first day of every week, the Lord's Day, Sunday, they to put something aside. As they prosper, out of their prosperity, and, and, and Corinth was a prosperous town. This was a a, a a hub of industry, a shipping industry was going, had to go through Corinth, and they were, very, they were very prosperous people. And a lot of the believers were prosperous. And he's saying, out of your prosperity, take something and put it aside. And this collection is not tithes. It's not our tithes. It's an offering. So this is above and beyond what we give to the church, our local church, where we attend. So he's saying, this collection is, is not the tithes, it's not to support our own church, but the church in Jerusalem. It's an offering. And he says, when I arrive, when I get there, whomever you may approve, I will send them with letters to carry your gift to Jerusalem. And if it's fitting for me to go, then I will go with them, or they will go with me. so So notice that Paul here is going to let someone else uh, be in charge of the money. you know, somebody that they approve, somebody that they trust, somebody that they know, he's going to let somebody else be in charge of the money. And I think this sets a, a good precedent for the church that you know uh, the pastor or the leader of the church should not be in charge. Of the money but ha- there should be men in the church men that the church approves of men that the church trusts men that the church rely on to to disperse the money in the in the church to to deal with the bills and to deal with things the finances of the church i think it sets a good precedent and it says and after but i will come to you after i go through macedonia for i am going through macedonia and perhaps i will stay with you or even spend the winter so that you may send me on my way wherever I may go. For I do not wish to see you now just in passing, for I hope to remain with you for some time if the Lord permits. Paul was planning to go back to Corinth. You know, He's going back to this church that he set up. So he's going back to Corinth to stay with them for a time, a while, and not just to pass through. He wants to spend some quality time with them. He says here in the 8th verse, But I will remain in Ephesus until Pentecost. Now, he was in the city of Ephesus in Galatia, or modern-day Turkey. He was there, and he says he's going to stay in Ephesus for a while. Why? For a wide door for effective service has opened to me. He's saying, there's a, there, there, I'm going to stay here because God has given me the opportunity to preach. And obviously... The preaching is being affected. Is affecting the town of Ephesus, and there are many many people coming to belief in, in in Jesus, and we see that because there was a church set up in Ephesus. There was a letter sent to the Ephesians. We have that in our Bible, and we know through church history that there was a church even in. Re- I think in Revelation, it mentions uh, the church. But we know that there was a a believing church in Ephesus, and Paul is saying that I've had the opportunity. God has opened the door for me to preach and to be effective, and the Lord is working. And says, and there are many adversaries. You know, Paul is in Ephesus, and he's preaching and setting up the church, and he's excited. He's excited about the work. He's excited about what's going on, even though there are people coming against the work. He says there are many adversaries, and you're going to find that when you're working for the Lord, when God is working through you, when God is working in you, there's always going to be the adversary working against you. So don't be surprised when you start going forward in the Lord that there becomes difficulties and trials and situations, but be excited because something is going right. God is doing a work. Even though there's adversaries, even though there's problems, even though there's trials and tribulations... Know this, that God is at work. And if God wasn't using you, and if he's not using the ministry, if he's not using your church, there wouldn't be an adversary. There wouldn't be problems. There's always difficulties. There's always that blowback. Whenever you're trying to work for the Lord, whenever you're trying to do something for God's kingdom, there's going to be the enemy, there's going to be the world coming against you. He came against Jesus. He came against the apostles. He came against the early church. There was great persecution of the early church. Why wouldn't there be persecution today? And believe me, we don't suffer anything like the persecution that they suffered or that other Christians are suffering in the world. We have it easy. We're allowed to go wherever we want and preach the word. That's not true in other parts of the world. And I want to just, I just want to, as, as we close, I just want to go down to, to, to verse 13. He says be on the alert stand firm in the faith act like men be strong let all that you do be done in love and i think this is one of my favorite verses of this of this of this book act like men act like godly men act like godly women be strong be firm in your faith stand on the word it says be alert know that there's an enemy out there know that there's uh, an adversary out there even though doors are being opened for you to be effective in the war, in the kingdom know that there's an adversary and he's going to come against you but when he comes against you stand firm in faith act like men act like godly men act like godly women and be strong how do you be strong let all that you do be done in love love for jesus christ Love for God and love for the rest of humanity. Love the people around you. Love the people you come into contact with in all that you do. Everything that you do, do it in love. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's program. Don't forget, uh, every Friday night we get together for prayer, for worship, and the Word of God. I hope you'll join us this Friday night at 8 o'clock. Don't forget, we'll be back here next week. Uh, at midnight praying and seeking the Lord and also keep this ministry in prayer keep me in your prayers and you're going to hear the address for, 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 for getting in touch with us when we go off the air I hope you'll pray this week about maybe sending in a donation sending something in to keep us on the air pray about it take down our address and if the Lord leads you send in an offering Send in an offering to keep us on the radio. Make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and uh, Roly or Chandler will give you the address as we go off the air. Like I said, we'll be back next week. God willing. God bless you, and good night.